from RSM MBA. This is Ramsey Singh. In today's episode of our program podcast, how to apply for the full-time MBA. So RSM MBA has been on your radar for a while. You know your way around that website and brochure, had some conversations with your admissions manager, and maybe seen a few videos. You decide it's time to apply. How does it work? What do we expect from you? And how can you best prepare for our admissions process? Here with me today to guide you through every step along the way is Kerry Falk, Marketing and Admissions Manager for our International Full-Time MBA. Welcome, Kerry. Hi, Ramses. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me here. So, Kerry, if you had to make an estimated guess, how many students do you think you've talked to over the years? I have been doing MBA recruitment for the past 10 years and the previous three years with RSM. So I have spoken with, I would say, thousands of candidates or applicants in my MBA recruitment journey um, for international full-time MBA program and other MBA program as well. So once a candidate is interested in our full-time MBA, what is usually the first step they can take? Many students, they start having a conversation or reach out to the school that they want to go to at the very initial stage of their study search no matter whether it is an MBA program or other program that they are thinking about. Having a conversation with the admissions team gives you a clearer picture whether the MBA program is the correct tool for you to achieve what you want, no matter whether it is a career acceleration, career switch, or simply a relocation. So we suggest students to start talking to us early, even though if you are thinking about doing an MBA in a year or in two, three years' time. And you also suggest that people get in touch with, with as many schools as they're interested in. You can always reach out to maybe, let's say, three or five schools to see which schools are more suitable for your career aspiration. And then you can also apply to one, two, or even three schools and then see the process to see which one fits you better. So you don't always have to speak to as many schools as you want, but you also don't need to just stick to one school. It's always good to have different conversation. Because you can be surprised because you may think about a country and then it turns out that maybe another place is better for you. Maybe you think about a school that is super highly ranked, but maybe the mission of the school is different from what you want. So I would suggest you to choose maybe three to five schools to start with to talk to them. So let's say a candidate is interested and does want to apply after having had a few conversations. What would he or she do? Usually candidates start filling in their online application. The good thing is you don't have to uh, fill in the online application and submit it within the same time. You can always start taking a look at the online application, what are the documents required, what is the essay, and you can start preparing for the essay, start preparing for your professional references. You can save everything from time to time, and when everything is ready, you can submit it online. So let's break it down, this application. You mentioned uh, there's a couple of documents you need to prepare. Could you give an example then? Sure. So typically, of course, we want to see your resume, your academic documents, your transcripts, diploma. Um, we also require our students to write one essay. And this uh, essay is about to be the false or positive change, which is also the mission statement of the school. Because we are a school that want our graduates to make impact to the community, to the business environment and to the society that they are in. So you need to write an essay of about 500 words talking about this. And then, of course, professional references and also other professional qualification if you have. So what if I'm not already a force for positive change in the world, which I can imagine, but I still want to become one? 
Can I use that for the essay? Sure. You can talk about how you have been a force of positive change, or you can talk about how you want to use RCM MBA to help you to be a force of positive change. It doesn't need to be saving the world like a superman. It can always be a small example, even doing maybe voluntary services, or maybe sometimes when you make business decision, you think about let's say the well-being of your employees, the ways to process, and how it can impact the industry. Maybe set up an example even. So it doesn't always need to be a very big impact. Even a small impact can be a good example to show us how it can become a bigger impact in the future. Going back to the references you mentioned, I can imagine this takes a bit of preparation to find the right people. What is a good reference? RSM we require two professional references. We don't accept academic references, so don't go back to the professor five or ten years ago that you met him or her last time to ask for it. So we would like people who can actually review you as a professional, how you work. You can always go to your employer, your manager. Or your doctor line manager to ask for this. You can always go back to some recent previous employers, your manager to do that. It can also be your clients. It can also be your colleagues within the same grade, as long as they are not your subordinate. If you have some organization outside work that you belong to, the people you work with, you can also ask these people from the organization to write your reference. Don't forget that we don't need your reference to write a letter. It's not necessary. What they need to do is to fill in the form. So after you got their consent that they will be your reference, you fill in the name and the email address of these two people. They will receive an email from our online application system with the link for them to fill in the reference form online. It makes the process a lot easier and saves their time as well. They don't need to write you an extra letter. If they really like you, they want to write you an extra letter. That's always good. They can upload it as an optional document, but the form is really what we need. So I can imagine gathering all these documents, your resume, and your references can take quite a while. How long does it typically take for people to complete the entire process? Well, it really depends on the person. Some people can actually have it done in two to three days. Some people may need two to three weeks. It depends on how long it takes for you to gather all the documents, write your essay. So everyone can be quite different. So everything is uploaded into Embark. What would be the next step? After we receive your application, we are going to start the evaluation. We are going to check all the documents and your eligibility, which we should have discussed in our previous conversation already. And then we will invite selected candidates for the next step of admissions process, which includes an online Kira assessment and an interview. What does that exactly look like? We introduced Kira assessment last year, and we found that it is a good tool for the whole admissions committee. To see the candidates, not just the admissions manager or the interviewer, it gives the admissions committee a clearer picture how these candidates think, speak, communicate, and reflect. During this career assessment, you will be asked three questions. Two of them will be in a video format. During this career assessment, you will be asked three questions. Two of them will be in an online video essay format, and then one will be a written task. All these assessments are timed assessments, so you will have limited time to complete it. But you don't have to worry because you can do a lot of practice once you reach the platform. So first you register, and then you do a lot of practice, and then when you're ready, then you can take the career assessment. Usually, we give our candidates around one week to finish the assessment. But to be honest, you don't need more than thirty minutes to complete the assessment. Make sure that you have your webcam on, you have very good Wi-Fi, and you are not in a distracted environment. And just to be very clear on this, the Kira assessment is on invitation only. 
Indeed. So once we finished evaluating your applications, let's say you are selected for the next step, and then we will send you an email with the link of the Cura assessment and the time and the date for your interview. How do you decide if somebody did well on the Cura? There are several things that we look at during the Cura assessment and also the interview. Reflection skill is one thing that we would like to see from our MBA candidates. We may ask you some difficult questions, maybe a failure, maybe some setback, maybe things that don't go as planned. Give us an example. It's not only about what happened. We would also like to see how you learned from your experience. This is one thing. Your communication, of course, like your language skills, how your tone is. It may be possible that you will need to perform a task that you need to deliver some messages or some very difficult messages to your employees. How you deliver this and how you also take care of their feeling. So all these we will see from the Kira assessment. Apart from Kira, I understand that the candidates also have an extra interview with you. Correct. We've seen your CV. We have seen your academic qualification. But we want to know who you are as a person. We want to know how you are going to be in the classroom and how you're going to be the force of positive change representing RSM when you graduate. So that's why we conduct interview as well. Interview are mostly done through Skype, thirty minutes to one hour with one of the admissions team member. It can be our directors or it can be one of our managers. Sometimes when we travel to a place, maybe we can also have the interview in person. Or maybe you are in the Netherlands. Maybe you have a vacation. You have a work trip. You want to visit us. We can always combine your visit with an in-person admissions interview. So then we have Akira, and you will have done an interview with the candidate. What's next? Well, then you wait <laughs> because the admissions committee needs some time to evaluate all the elements. We need to have a meeting to really see your Akira assessment, your interview, the comments, and then we make a final decision. Usually, we come up with a decision. That, for example, congratulations, you're admitted, or maybe there is something that we would like to see more from a candidate before they can get admitted. Of course, worst case, there are cases that we find that the applicants don't match, and then they uh, they are rejected. And I can imagine if I would have done all this, I would be dying to know what the answer was. How often you come together as an admissions committee? We do meet regularly, and sometimes we have extra admissions committee to fasten the process as well. Normally, we meet every week. But sometimes we may have more than once a week admissions committee meeting when we have a large volume of applicants. And while the admission committees come together, do they also decide on the scholarships? Most of the time, the admissions committee and the scholarship committee takes place at the same time. So when we decide if a candidate is admitted to the program, we also decide if this candidate gets a scholarship or not. So you don't need to submit any separate application for the scholarship. Every admitted candidate will be automatically considered for scholarship. When the admissions manager informs you the admissions decision, we will also inform you the scholarship decision. Usually, from the time that you submit your application to the time that you hear from us with a decision, usually it takes around four to six weeks. So those are the most important steps. Say people want to know more about it, or they do want to have that first conversation. How do they reach out to you? There are many ways to start a conversation with us. You can always take a look at our website. You can submit a CV assessment, sharing with us your LinkedIn profile or your resume. We are going to review your profile to see if we can have a conversation. Sometimes we travel the world. I mean, basically, we travel to many different cities to meet people in person by an info session or MBA consultation session. You can sign up to one of these events, 
and share with us again your profile, and then we can have a conversation face to face. Or if you are traveling to the Netherlands or to Europe, make a stop in Rotterdam. Let us know a couple of weeks in advance so can we can plan it better, and then we can plan an MBA experience day for you. Maybe you can sit in a class and have a conversation with us, and also to meet our students. Thank you, Carrie. And in case you're reading or hearing this on one of our social channels, please feel free to drop us a comment under the post, and we'll be happy to get in touch with you. Thank you so much, Carrie, for being here today. We'll be back with you later on to get more in detail about other aspects of the enrollment process, such as financial aid. Thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to sharing more with you all. Bye. Thank you for listening, and until next time. <laughs>